And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am the professor, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How are you doing today, Tina? I'm good, professor. How are you today? Oh, peachy keen. Good. So today, we're going to talk about something that you brought up that I thought was a pretty interesting conversation to talk about. It's taking care of your elderly parents. And since we are at that age where our parents are obviously getting a little older, um, you said that you had some friends that wanted to talk to you about it. And that was why you brought it up to me. And I thought, Hey, you know what? You're right. We should probably talk about something since these are the things that are happening in our real life. Absolutely. So to that, I say, let's give you the mic for a little bit while I check a few stats and you can kind of give the story of how this came to come to our show. Okay. So uh, I have a couple of friends who have come to me recently and said that their parents have either Alzheimer's or dementia to some degree, and they're dealing with the frustrations of taking care of their elderly parent. Um, being a caregiver is not an easy thing, especially when you have someone who's not in their right mind. And when they're, uh, when they're going through things like Alzheimer's, there there's so many degrees to which which you have to go through with them because of how their illness works and basically it just takes their memories away from them so my friends are are dealing with the fact that their parents don't remember them they're dealing with the fact that their parents uh don't have normal behaviors anymore as far as like um bathing or um, they're having problems with them getting off the toilet before they're done actually going and things they're really just going through things that would be hard for anybody to watch a parent or anybody that they love go through so they they come to me because it seems like I've already gone through this uh if it wasn't with my mom my mom didn't get that bad she didn't have Alzheimer's, but she did have a brain aneurysm. So dealing with a, a brain that wasn't completely functional wasn't the easiest thing to do, but she didn't have the same um, sort of issues that, that my friend's parents are having. But I did help take care of my grandparents before they passed. So we we do tend to throw things around. And I, I feel I feel for these people because I was looking on Google and uh, 75% of people that take care of the elderly that are in their family are female. Um, they spend much as 50% of their time with the person. And about 14.5 uh, million caregivers are male. And out of the 43.4% who care for an older family member. So <clears throat> we're, there, there's just a lot of people that are dealing with this issue. Um, so yeah, I thought that it would be cool to kind of go through some of the things that I've noticed and maybe try to help out a little bit with, with dealing with that. Did you want to throw in your stats? Um, yeah, I, I found a couple of here on um, 
Pew Research Center, P-E-W. Um, they're they're kind of really small ones, but it is definitely something that is is weird, or not weird, but high than I thought. There's 40 million unpaid caregivers of adults wow. ages 65 or older. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty high. Um, adults ages 45 to 64 are the most likely to be caregivers. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of where we're at. Yep. Um, most caregiving for aging parents is not in the form of financial support or personal care. So they're doing it to do it, which, you know, makes sense. Um, emotional support is a big part of the caregiving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then most adults who have helped an aging parent see it as rewarding. Few say it is stressful. Really? Because I would say that it's very stressful and I would say that my friends would too. I it's, agree. It says 88% say it's rewarding. I, I would say it's rewarding because if you, if you can put aside all of the work that's involved and you could be present and be in the moment and slow your life down to accommodate the person that you're caring for, you could find a lot of things to be happy about. You get to hear stories that your parents would maybe not have told you if, if you weren't around or you get to spend time that you wouldn't normally. Uh, maybe you get to have a different relationship other than one that you would have as more of a kid versus parent. So there are really rewarding uh, parts to it, but there's also a lot of stress too. Um, my friends, the ones that I'm talking about in particular that are dealing with uh, dementia, they're watching their parent completely, I want to say disintegrate in front of them because they're losing weight. They're, they're looking very gaunt. They're starting to it's like the lights are on, but nobody's home is what they're seeing. So they're seeing their parents slow down and uh, they're watching them age, but without their, without their memories They're they don't hear their parents don't hear. So they're having to yell um, and, and yelling when you're dealing with somebody who's going through dementia makes them anxious. So that's a problem. Uh, you have to deal with doctor's appointments. You have to deal with them hoarding s certain things. Um, you have to get their affairs, affairs in order. If you want to take your elderly parent on vacation, you need to slow down the vacation to, to accommodate the fact that they're not the same parent that they were when you were a teenager and they were running after you. You know, so there's a lot of things that that have been stressing out my friends and I, you know, I, I'm kind of, uh, I kind of feel like I'm blessed right now that my dad's not going through that. He pretty much takes care of himself, but it, it in the past has been very frustrating and very, uh, very much a, a labor of love. And then when you don't know what you're doing, because if you've never been a caregiver before, you really learn things by, by just trial and error. And uh, I'm seeing that too, as far as what my friends are having to go through. So 
they, they come to me and they tell their stories and I try to make them laugh. I try to make light of it. I try to let them see that this is a blessing. You know, one thing that I always say to him is I would give anything to have one more day with my mom, even if she was doing whatever they're complaining about, try to put it in perspective. Right. I mean, obviously it's, it's gotta be a difficult thing when you're watching your parent that you remember as a child or a young adult who is now is just deteriorating into something that is hard to look at. It it, it cannot be easy. I mean, I'm a little no. lucky. I mean, uh, I, my dad who is out of state is married and has someone that is younger than him. Um, nice. So he's kind of lucky. I mean, he has someone who can take care of him and will. Um, my mom lives alone. Um, thankfully she doesn't have any kind of dementia, but she's, she's ill. And, um, I, I worry about that. I mean, it, it cannot be easy. It, and to watch your parent disappear it has to be the hardest thing in the whole world. It absolutely is one of the hardest things you have to watch and, and just seeing the progression of the illness, seeing them slow down, seeing the aches and pains, seeing how they, they can't keep up their driving suffers, their, their sight suffers, everything suffers as they get older and how frustrating that must be also for them because they, in their mind, see themselves as being completely capable. But then when they go to do the things that they set out to do, they can't do it. I couldn't imagine being in that place. I'm not there yet. Like my body works. I could do whatever I need to do. I couldn't imagine like thinking that I could do things and then physically not being able. So I kind of feel bad for, for the parents that are having to go through those lessons of letting go of expectations that, that they're not able to, to meet anymore. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I how, that's all hard. So in, in talking to my friends, um, some of the things that we talk about is what it's like to not have a parent. Like I really talk to my friends about that. And I say, look, bottom line is you still have your parent here. You could still love on them, hug on them, you could still take them places, see them. You could physically have conversation with them. I don't, I don't have that. So no matter what you're going through with your parents, you've got it better than I do. So appreciate it. You know, take the time, slow things down, not be so frustrated. I know that we all have busy lives, but time right now is something that if you have a parent that's older and still alive is is what you get right now. You get the time. What you do with it, though, could either make or break memories that you could or would have if you just took the time with them. Yeah, I mean, I think time is, you know, it's uh, a while ago, I wrote kind of a, a poem about time. It's the biggest currency we have. Mm -hmm. I agree. Because you, you, you can't buy it. You can't get it back. You can't ask for more. So when you have time, take it. And, and hopefully while they're in their healthy years. Yes, absolutely. You know, being a caregiver is, is one of the most selfless acts you could ever possibly 
um, do for someone that you love. It is also by far the hardest job you will ever have to have. You need to make decisions hoping that you're doing what the person you're taking care of would want you to do. You're having to to look at the fact that they're not going to be around. You have to look at the fact that they're getting older, that they're deteriorating. And, and nobody wants to see that. Like nobody wants to know what it's like to not have a parent when they still have their parents. So I couldn't even imagine the level of stress that is on somebody in the back of their head as they're trying to keep their parent healthy and alive. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about that too is, is again, their stress, you still have your life as well. So I can't imagine if you were a caregiver who had, who had children who now have to take care of parent or parents and, and children and try to keep a marriage going and, you know, all these things. And, and, you know, if you're a hundred percent caregiver, you, you know, at least you've quit your job and you're and you're you know, only doing that. But I couldn't imagine if you're, if you're sharing the duties. So you work all day and you pay someone during the daytime to take care of them. And then you run home and you have to do the second part. It, it's gotta be a very frustrating thing. And on the flip side, the parent who thinks they're still okay and, you know, they don't realize it. So they're getting angry and they, you know, forget things. So now they're angry at themselves or, or something like that. It's gotta be twofold stressful. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with it a hundred percent. It's definitely for me when I was doing it, so let me, let me think for a second. When I was doing it, uh, my grandfather was ill and we brought him into my parents' home. My mom was also ill. She was struggling with addiction and was very sick because of it. Um, so we had two people that we were constantly trying to care for. My mom was full of piss and vinegar and did her own thing. She was still capable and of, of taking care of herself, but she did things like, you know, the, the lighting her hair on fire because she was putting her head over the stove to light a cigarette. So we had to watch things like that. But then I also had my grandfather who who had, you know, a lot of different ailments that were going on and we were trying to keep him healthy and alive. So there was that I had adopted a daughter and I was trying to raise her and I was married and trying to take care of him. And <laughs> I, I had a job and I was going to school. So I don't even know how I found time to do what I did. I just didn't sleep very much. And that's another thing that I see that caregivers go through is that they don't sleep because of having to be up, you know, whatever time of the day or night for whomever it is they're taking care of, or because they're worried, stressed out. Money's a big issue when you're trying to take care of somebody because it's an added mouth plus prescriptions, plus gas, plus anything else that needs to be purchase for them. It's, it's a very stressful thing. And yes, it, it was rewarding. And I wouldn't give up the time that I had with either my grandfather or my mother, but it did wear me down. It did wear on my relationship. It did wear on my, on my, uh, my relationship with my child as well. Cause there was time that they went without. 
because the time had to come from somewhere to take care of everybody. Sure. I mean, you can tell just by, you know, how you're talking, the, the effect that it had on you. It, 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 there's no way of, and again, there's no way of getting that time back either. So yes, Agreed. you're, you're, you're filling that time for the people that you think are in need. And then you're right. You're taking away from other people that, you know, were also in need. So mm -hmm. it, it, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a no win situation when you're burning the candle at both ends because you are, whether you want to say you are or not really right. doesn't, it really, it's irrelevant. But how so, do you, how do you say no to somebody that needs help though? You know what I mean? So it's, you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't, you just have to take what comes at you and just run with it. Exactly. So what are you, what are your friends doing? Like what, what are they doing to cope? What are they doing to, to make life livable and, and take care of the people in their life? Well, one friend that I was talking to, uh, his mom's going downhill really fast and he didn't have a great relationship with his mom for a long time, nor did he have a great relationship with his brother. And, and I had to tell him he needed to start mending fences and fixing things because time was running out on every angle and, um, and just be there for her and love her through this. He took over power of attorney. He had to sell her place. He had to put her in a home. He had the guilt just putting her in a place because she got violent you know, physically hitting, you can't have that around your kids. You can't have that around, around anybody. I mean, there, it wasn't safe. She was running away. So it wasn't safe for her to stay anywhere. Uh, so he had to take over all of that and put her in a place. And now he's, he's happy that she's safe, but now there's the, you know, he can't take her out because, uh, she's getting up before she's done using the restroom and she doesn't, she's not cleaning herself properly. And there's all these things. And, and, and that alone just sounded so devastating when he was telling that story. And I could imagine that it was devastating watching your mom go through this. And I had to basically tell him, you, you can't change this. You can't fix this. There's no pill that she could take. The only thing that you could do is love her through it. You still have your mom today. You could still spend time with her. Find a way. I don't know if you need to uh, sit and just uh, listen to music or you want to go out to lunch and you're just going to have a find, find a way through it. And I, and then um, I got a, I got a random text and it was a, a video of him just dancing with his mom. I cried and cried and cried when I saw that because I'm like, that's exactly what I'm saying. You're taking the time to just love her. Everything's all fucked up. It's going to be all fucked up. But it, you just made for yourself a memory. You made it a little less stressful for you. You just loved her through it a little bit more. And I was impressed by that because men especially have a hard time showing affection and, and love towards many people. And the fact that he was at the point where he was dancing with her, I thought, there we go. That's exactly what you should be doing. Just enjoying the moment, 
You don't have to fix her. You don't have to change anything. You just need to be there and and make that memory because the memory is only going to be good for him. She's not going to remember anything. Right. But, but, you know, as we grow up and stuff, we're kind of shitty to our parents anyway. You know, there's a lot of things we could have said, could have done, could have changed, could have acted different. You know, I, I, I think of all the times that my mom and I fought, I was like, really, were those necessary? And I have to say, yes, they were. They were necessary because we were two strong women with two different opinions. And, and that's how we, we got through things. But I look at other people when they have, when they're frustrated with their parents and they fight with them, they turn their back. You don't get, you should never do that. No fighting in a family should be worth walking away from. And it, there should never be fighting to that degree and there should never be the walking away. So just being there, loving them through it, being in the moment because you can, I think, and, and being happy for the time, I think, is are the things that just make it less of a pain in the ass. Like you could take, you know, I, I have friends and, and even I've done this when when my mom was alive and take them on a vacation. And you go back east and you run it like super warp speed because you want to show them everything there is to show them in a vacation time. They can't keep up at that speed. So you know, even slowing down so that you could enjoy the vacation, you set the expectations lower so that nobody feels stressed out, like they have to perform or be and do quickly just to make the vacation go is, is something that, you know, is easy to fix. You know, there's easy fixes for these things, not so much the Alzheimer's because once the brain goes, that's a little rough, but enjoying, enjoying the moments more is definitely something that that you should strive for especially when times are really hard yeah and i think as as we get older we're you know you you think your parents are are gonna live forever i mean that's how we that's how we want it right we we want the we want to make believe and say hey they're going to be here forever. And we, when we take that for granted, and I think with nor with everyone, we take that for granted, yes. but I definitely think with, with our parents, we for sure do. And, and look, we, we all have our own lives. We all, you know, if you get married, you have your own life and you have your own thing that you have to, you know, deal with or whatever, but I definitely think you do have to find that time because if you don't, you know, regret is a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Living with any kind of regret. Well, I mean, it'll drain you. Right. So try to not live with regret. And, and I mean, even if you can't see him, cause my parents are out of state and it's going to be hard for me to just, you know, get up and go. But, you know, we live in the world of FaceTime and we live in a world of video calls. And, you know, it, it's I think it's up to us to make sure that we see them, even if it's from afar and, and make sure that they see your children or they see these people or whatever, because it's it's going to be gone soon. And there's no getting that back. I, I, and like I said, you're I I'm not like you, you know, 
I, I have both my parents that are still alive. I, I couldn't, I have no idea how that must have really affected you to the core. Yeah. Cause I, it, cause I remember seeing you guys did. together. Yeah. You know, it's so I, I, I get it. And, um, being again, the manly person, because like you kind of said about that, it, you know, uh, emotions are hard for people uh, of mostly men. Yeah. You know, I think that, that we're, we're meant to be strong and have that metal casing around our emotions. And you, you can't do that. I mean, at least to me, I I'm, I'm a very emotional person, so I don't have that. <laughs> like I, I will, you know, I cry Braveheart. So it's, <laughs> you know, it, I'm a little different, but I think that men in general, you, you need to understand that. Yes, there's a place to be strong and there's also a place to be emotional. And, and really you said that your parents are out of state. It's hard for you. You know, it's hard for me. Like <laughs> I don't get, I can't get to my mom. So to me, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, that's an excuse. And, and probably because I'm an asshole. I'm, I'm just going to say that to you. It's an You're excuse. An you, I'm an asshole for saying that. Cause it, you know, if you have the ability, make the time, like there's so many, I wouldn't give up any moment, even my worst moments with, with my mom, my grandmothers, my, my grandfather, I, you know, I remember my grandfather uh, when it got to the point where he couldn't hold his, his poop in like, and there were times I had to change him. And he said, I'm so sorry, honey, that you have to do this for me. And I said, well, you did it for me. Now I'm, I'm making this evening. Carmen's going to be square by the time we're done with this and let's just do it and move on. You know, it doesn't have to, you know, he was uncomfortable for sure. Cause even he had a catheter that I had to help, you know, rinse, not rinse, but like flush out and do different things too. I couldn't imagine being him with me, but I just told him, look, you did it for me. I'm going to do it for you. Let's just get this done and we'll pretend it never happened. And that's what we did. And, and the, the little things that he said while that was going on were, were kind of the coolest of things that he could have said to me. You know, we just had a we had a different connection because of that. So as hard as it was, I don't believe that I would change anything. I would maybe slow it down a little, maybe not take it all at the same time. Cause it seems like when all of this was going on, everything else in my life was going to shit. So I, I guess my advice to anybody that's going through it is you got to breathe and it sucks. Yeah. And you don't get to do what you want. You're going to be home a lot and your needs aren't going to be met. You're going to be the last one to be able to shower. You're going to be the last one to be able to sit and, and have any sort of thought, you know, um, being a caregiver means that you're going to be on pretty much 24 mm seven. -hmm. So, so in saying that, take the time to get in the shower, take the time to slow down for a doctor's appointment, leave a little bit earlier, uh, not rush to try to get them in the car because nothing's going to go right. Uh, you just have to slow down and and you have to get a thicker skin because you're going to hear stuff about them that's going to make you go, oh my God, they're going to die. And you're going to want to take care of your own emotions, but yet you're going to see the person that you're taking care of going through the same exact thing like, oh shit, I'm going to die. 
And that's, I remember when my grandfather was, was getting close and I was noticing that it could happen and gosh, that was a hard time. And I just had to say, that's okay, pops. We're just going to love you through this and everything's going to be as it needs to be. And shit, I didn't even know if I was saying the right thing at the right time, but that's all I could come up with. Right. Um, you know, it's whether they're just elderly or they're sick. Um, I have a nurse friend who took care of her father while he was dying. I mean, he was ill, ill. He was, mm-hmm. there was no anything. Um, and, you know, like you were talking about, like the, the things that she remembers, like funny things, like, I mean, obviously he couldn't take care of himself and she did have to, you know, clean his bathroom and do all this stuff. And if you can believe this, he made dick jokes all the time to her, like, because obviously it wasn't the same and it wasn't going to be, you know, things weren't working the same. And, and she remembers those funny things about that, like, and, and that he was, you know, kind of like yours, like hurt that she had to clean him. Yeah. Like it was, it, it, I think it, it, you know, it hurt him to be in that situation. And I mean, she quit her job or she took leave to take care of her father as he, as he died. And, and again, whether it's someone with dementia or someone dying, the responsibility of taking care of your parent is, has to be a hard one. It's very hard. It's, I would say for me, it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to go through I believe that I learned the biggest lessons going through that, but I also believe I got memories that nobody else got to have because nobody wanted to be around to do what I was doing. So I really, I took, I took notice to that and I, and I squeezed it for every freaking ounce of goodness that I could get out of it. I was, um, so I, I talked before in one of our episodes that I was going through fertility treatments. So my grandfather and I were were basically at the doctor's office at least four times a week, you know, between the two of us, there was, there were days. And um, he knew my ovulation schedule. So there were weekends, <laughs> there was weekends or there were days where he's like, okay, I don't want to see you for the next couple of days. You guys go home, do what you got to do. Make me a baby. Like, you know, and, you know, I was so grateful because my grandfather got to know me in ways that most people didn't have, you know, the closeness that we got because of that was pretty, I don't know, it was kind of cool. It was uncomfortable for a lot of people, but it was also really cool because he knew me and we took that time to know each other in ways we didn't. He used to he used to make jokes too um, when girls would bend over to give him a kiss and he could see right mm-hmm. down his shirt and he would say, does the bra match the panties? And that was so not how he was normally, but you know, I think he was just looking for something to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when you're, when you're in that position, you, you start to not give two shits, you know what I mean? You're like, what are they going to say? Right. And they're he's going to go, Oh, silly. And he was always such a gentleman, like to hear it, that 
kind of blew us away. So when he did say it, we'd be Papa and start laughing. And, you know, it's just kind of whatever was going on. It just made it that much more fun. Right. But, right. but also like, oh, am I glad grandma's not around? Because shit would hit the ceiling right now. <laughs> Which is super awesome. I mean, if you really think about it, like at the end of his life, he lived. Yes, he got to he got to show us who he was without being censored by my grandmother or his kids. Yeah, I mean, kind kind of in a in a, in a way, he did get something at the end of his life. Yeah. So, your friends. So you said you have several friends. They're they're obviously dealing with the situation that they're in the best they can. Mm-hmm. Um, other than your story what what would you or maybe not other than your story with your story what what would be the uh, the few things you would tell our listeners like if they're starting this journey of taking care of their parents what what would you tell them that it's going to be a long hard road so drop the expectations live in the moment know that your house isn't going to be as clean as it normally would. You're not, may not get to work on time. There's going to be nights you're not going to sleep. There's going to be things you don't want to do. There's going to be situations that you don't want to make decisions and it's all okay to feel like that, but it's not okay to not do something. You have to rise to the occasion. You have to do whatever it is that you have to do. And, and if you're smart you look at it as a blessing because it is a blessing. And once they're gone, that time is also gone. You don't get it back. And even though I was close to my mom and I did see her every day and, and we, we had a really good banter and we had, you know, we had a lot of good times. Um, God, I'd give anything for more time, you know, or with my grandfather and all this stuff, anything. I, I would take my mom if she was bitching at me and we were arguing, God, I'd give anything to fight with her. That would even be fun. Like, <laughs> so the, I guess the, the lesson is to just enjoy whatever it is, drop the expectations and just be there and, and try to find the good, try to make the memories, try to have the moments. And they may not be the memories that you want to have with that person, but they're your memories with that person. Nonetheless. Yeah, because they'll be the last in some yeah. cases. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, and hopefully, I mean, like I said, uh, in the roundabout ways, my dad will have someone to take care of him, or at least that's my hope. Um, my mom uh, at one point was even talking about going into a home. Oh, wow. Um, but uh, I, she kind of got away from that. She's a go-getter. Mm-hmm. My mom is, uh, you know, she's one of those crazy people that mixes like cor- uh, clay, uh, comet and bleach to clean the, the tub. <laughs> and we always used to joke that we would find her like, you know, dead in the bathtub because she would do that shit in where no windows were. Um, so she's a go-getter. And then, and I think my mom in, in, in the roundabout way is not going to give in that easy, no matter, yeah. no matter how bad she is or, or someone tells her she is. So I think it's going to be an interesting ride uh, along the way with my parents, but 
I can see how your friends have to just be utterly hurting. I mean, at least the way I see it, there's no way I could handle that because you don't want to see that happen. I think that's why a lot of people hire people to do it. Yeah. And it's all, it's all perception too. I mean, you could look at it as like, fuck, this is horrible. I can't stand this. I can't, I can't take care of my mom. She's not right. She's not this. My dad is doing this or that you could, you could have, you could take that stance, but you're missing an opportunity for growth. You're missing a chance to spend time with somebody you're not going to get again. Mm. And, and, Truly, it doesn't have to be as hard. It's going to be hard already. Just watch your perception of it so that it doesn't get worse because it's up to you as to how bad things are going to feel. You know, you could take it, you could take it and just run with it, or you could let it just mess you up the whole time. Nonetheless, your parents are getting older and they're not going to be around for too much longer. And you can make it harder easy. It's up to you. You know, that's, uh, that's probably a, a, a great way to wind down this show, even though it's going to be a, a little bit shorter show than usual. I think, I'm okay um, with that. I, yeah, I think we've, I think we've hit this one pretty hard. I mean, without getting, you know, overly uh, emotional, look, it's a hard ride. And I think that people who are doing this should be commended. Um, if you're the family member who is, and you have family members who don't, 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 uh, think that they're, you know, they're not winning. They're just they're, not, they're, they're not going to get the out. moments. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're missing out on the, the people who you care about most. So, um, I would say that at least from my point of view, you know, take every last second don't live with regret. And, um, you know, being a good child is sometimes having to do the hard things. It is. It is. is. And Mm -hmm. on, it is, it's something that's really difficult to do, but again, this, the life we live is not supposed to be easy and anything that's worth anything is going to be a struggle. It's going to be difficult. So if you just set your intentions that that way, it it doesn't have to be such a bloody freaking mess all the time. It doesn't have to be so bad. Exactly. So uh on that do, uh, since we're closing out the show, would you like to go over the, uh, our normal uh, thing that we do at the end? Uh, Our our normal our, our, yeah, normal, we'll do that. <laughs> our normal banter about how cool and uh, great our listeners are so far. Yeah, they're, you know, we we're really doing well. Uh, we've been at this for about two months now. Um, exactly two months. And we have over five, 500 downloads in in two months. So Thank you guys for listening and thank you for following us and for leaving comments and, and giving us little critiques when we've needed them. And as always continue to listen and subscribe. You could follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, You could listen to us on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and to all those listeners in the United States, Colombia, Russia, Italy, 
England, India, and Australia, thank you so much for listening to us. And we hope to continue to do this. So please uh, tell your friends and have them subscribe. And we could continue to have these podcasts for you each week. I totally agree. And I do want to thank my friend in uh, the United Kingdom or England. Um, I know that I asked um, her to at least check out one so I could see it on our analytics. And she's actually listened to more than that. So I do appreciate you listening. I think it's very nice. I don't know who in the hell in Russia is listening to us, but I think that's pretty awesome. It is. Um, And on that, you know, this is a show about opinions. So, you know, don't get this twisted. It's literally just an opinion show and you probably won't like ours sometimes, but on that, please come back and keep listening. Cause you know, I'd rather be uh love to hate or hated to love. I don't know. One of those things, <laughs> um, you know, everything's all crazy. So, but we'll go from there and we'll see you or hear us something like that. I don't know. This whole video chat thing is getting me. You're Sometimes a hot mess I, today. <laughs> yeah, I see I see you, but they hear me. So um, on that, please come back and listen. Thanks, everybody. And we'll uh, see you soon. Bye.